it's one thing to be blessed by God, but another to steward that blessing. When God gives you money or possessions, think car, houses, clothes, when he gives you intellectual capacity, when he gives you relationships and more, he desires for you to manage and steward those gifts well. Effective stewardship is an aspect of wisdom. So what does that look like for us? And what does it look like to negotiate based on the long term? We're going to consider both of these aspects of wisdom, both stewardship and negotiation with Abram as an Old Testament case study. So stick around as we dive into Genesis 13 and 14. Just as soon as Abram and his family left Egypt, they encountered some major challenges. One main issue arose from within the management of Abram's growing assets. The text states that Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold, and that he had a private trained security force of over 300 men. His growing possessions and responsibilities were plenty to handle, but his nephew Lot also had a growing portfolio of assets, and the area they were all trying to occupy just was no longer sustainable for the entire group anymore. The family enterprise had grown to a point where the most practical common-sense action was for Abram and Lot to spread out for more fertile land. Lot selfishly chose the best for his operation, lured by the opportunities of city life. And Abram graciously navigated the situation. He allowed his nephew Lot to have his way. After all, he had personally experienced God's clear leading along the way, and so he demonstrated faith once again. For God to provide. God's earlier command, Genesis 12, go from your country, which we considered in the last episode, was then realized when Yahweh commanded Abram to lift up your eyes and look at the land God had promised to give him. God was faithful to his promise, and Abram was beginning to see the vision play out before his very eyes. Meanwhile, his nephew Lot, as a resident of Sodom, found himself in the middle of a geopolitical nightmare. A coalition of four kings rose up against five other kings, and the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah were captured, along with Lot and his family and all of their possessions. Abram received news of the situation, and he deployed a force of his own to go and rescue Lot in the darkness of night. Blood indeed is thicker than water. But when the dust of the battle had settled, there was an incident where Abram was approached in a valley by two different kings. One king, named Melchizedek, was the king of Salem. And he represented goodness and righteousness, and he provided Abram with some simple bread and wine, and he called upon 
El Elyon, or God Most High. He was focused on God, the giver of the food, and in turn, Abram blessed Melchizedek with a tenth of all his possessions. This is the first mention of a tithe in the Bible, which is a concept and practice that we will develop further in these episodes. The other leader, the king of Sodom, tried to negotiate with Abram, suggesting Abram take possessions as his spoils and allow the king to have all the people. It was a business-like offer for sure, but one that would ultimately have jeopardized the vision and call Yahweh had given Abram. Abram prioritized the long term over the immediate and would continue to be blessed as a result. So let's talk for a moment about God's blessing and our stewardship. It's possible God hasn't blessed you in a particular way or area because you haven't demonstrated faithful stewardship of what you have now. Are you wise with your resources God has provided you with right now? How do you spend your money? How do you leverage your abilities? How do you use your discretionary time? Maybe you desire greater influence, but aren't faithfully pouring into and impacting those right around you. So take some time to think about this for yourself in terms of God's blessing and your stewardship of that blessing. Let's also talk for a moment about negotiating for the long term. It shouldn't be overstated, but there is something here to the way Abram not only handled the strife with his nephew Lot, but also negotiated with the kings of Sodom and Salem. He wasn't short-sighted. He was actually mindful of the broader context and implications of how he responded. Abram valued God's long-term calling and in the end stuck to it when faced with situations where he could have benefited right away. This incident thousands of years ago is similar to ones being lived out today from Wall Street to Main Street. We live in an immediacy-driven culture that idolizes instant gratification because, quote, we deserve it. Or YOLO, which means you only live once. This is, this is what the world says. And this is why it is so important for you and I to live with purpose and intention each day and remain committed to what God has called us to do. Do you take the higher paying job even though the company might not be a good fit ethically or morally? Do you become over leveraged with your investments and end up not having liquid emergency funds? Do you go into debt for a newer house or car but one you don't essentially need right now? Do you partner up with that person or with that group even though they aren't Christians? What seems better right in front of us might not be the best. And so may God give us the wisdom we need to discern between the instant and immediate versus delayed gratification. To discern how our choices today and tomorrow 
might impact us down the road. Well, thank you again for listening today. If you find this episode helpful or interesting, would you take 30 seconds and leave a rating? That helps tremendously, believe it or not. And also, I want to remind you about the Wisdom Calling devotional series. These are daily readings designed as a guide through your Monday to Friday work routine. And they follow the chronology of the Bible, meaning they start in Genesis 1 and will eventually go all the way through to Revelation, following the timeline in which the events actually took place. The first 60 devotionals, which are Volume 1 and Volume 2, are available on the website as well as on Amazon. Volume 2 was actually just released in March, and it picks up in 1 Samuel 16 with young David following the sheep and takes us through his coronation as king of Israel, and then 40 years later to him passing the baton of leadership to his son Solomon. Along the way, we are looking for wisdom. We're seeking it out so that we might apply it to our own lives and work today. For example, we talk a lot about wisdom and leadership development, facing fear, the the source of our confidence, profit sharing, skill development, wise counsel, the brevity of life, and so many other topics as they come up in the passages. So make sure you pick up a copy of those if you haven't already. They are only $9.99. By the way, the devotionals are available in Kindle version, and there are discounts if you order 10 or more copies. So reach out to me if you have any questions. Well, that's it for now. Thanks again for tuning in. May you flourish in all that you do this week as you fear God and seek to cultivate his wisdom in your life and work. Until next time, grace and peace.